3: This is Fast Horses Slow Whiskey. I am Hunter Rankin, Sagamore Farm, joined again by Brian Tracy, Sagamore Spirit. Welcome, Brian. That was the amazing Arrogate this weekend at the Dubai World Cup. What did you think about the race? A for awesome. Good to be here, Hunter. Last, uh, last call. That was the last racing call for Terry Spargo, who I believe is the best announcer in the world. Uh, he's an Australian guy, calls all the races in Dubai and he got to call maybe the greatest horse that i've seen since secretariat the big a arrogate in uh, in dubai this weekend
1: great way to go out great way to go out
3: unbelievable so that was big and that, this show is even bigger huge i mean we're talking could be the best show yet i think we have
1: two maybe three guests at least at least who who's our first guest there's a lot of directions we can go. Do you want to do this? Well, should I, we make the announcement? I think we should make the announcement. Let's do it. So today we're going to announce the winner of the naming contest. Let's call her. Should we, do you think sh- she'll take our call? Should we call her? I think it'd be great. Do we have her number? We do. Let me read that out over the air.
3: 843. I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the,
3: should we announce the name that, that won? She doesn't know why we're calling her, I don't think. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The name... Drum roll, please. Johnny, you're going to have to add in some drum roll effect here. The name that has been chosen. There it is. Master Distiller.
1: Master Distiller. That is a lot to live up to. <clears throat> yeah, it really is a lot to live up to. But I, um, I don't know. That, that name won by a landslide, I think, right? So Yeah, it, easily. I think it got like 50% of the vote. So it's, it's a no-brainer. Liz uh, Kaufman is who we're calling right Yep, now. great. She, she's at work um do we know anything about her nope nothing uh this is kind of exciting yeah um and what is she winning johnny you can go
3: ahead and call her she's winning your car tour of the farm tour of the farm my car and a ride around on the distillery on master distiller the horse
0: hi liz kaufman
3: here liz kaufman this is hunter rankin and brian tracy from uh, fast horses slow whiskey how are you doing
0: hi there i'm well how are you
3: uh, we're doing well we 're doing well, so we wanted to talk to you a little bit about this name you submitted master distiller sure, sure. what do you think what do you, wh- why why did you do that what, what How did you come up with that
0: Well, I lived for quite a while in Lexington, Kentucky, which is bourbon country really and, yeah, and um we had toured uh woodford Reserve and um you know they have all the displays. never heard of it <laughs> <laughs>
3: Horrible brand.
0: Well, but it's, you know, it was in our backyard. So we went to see it. And um, they had a lot of historical information about all the different master distillers. And it just stuck in my mind. I thought it was neat. Um, and when you look at your horse's pedigree, circle of influence. Yeah. Who's got, who's got a bigger circle of influence? I mean, the um, the master distiller is the connoisseur who guides the whole process. You know?
1: Killer. I <laughs> love it. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it just, it just jumped out at me.
3: So Liz, Liz Brian, Brian's here with me. Brian Tracy, he runs uh, Sagamore Spirit. You know, if you're familiar with our with our whiskey, sure. our rye whiskey company, so he was
0: sure,
3: he, he loved uh, he loved the name, and actually the name ran away with the vote.
0: Oh, cool!
3: So did you now? Do you listen to the podcast? That's the next question.
0: Well, um, I did yesterday. After I got the email, I thought <laughs> I better check this out. To know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that
1: that's, a, that's a lie. Well, well how'd you learn about the contest? Tell us a little bit about that. And, and where do you live?
0: Well, currently, I live in Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, this is incredible.
0: Yeah. and um, Love you know, Charleston.
1: Real, Love Charleston.
0: Yeah. It's, it's such a foodie town, you know. And, um,
3: do they have Sagamore Spirit uh, there yet? No. Oh. We're going to work on that now. Yeah. Liz needs it. Well,
0: you know what? I have a good friend who um is a distributor for wine and champagne here in Charleston. You should talk to him.
1: Yeah. Well, we're we're, we'll get, we're maybe out. he'll be our next call. Absolutely. <laughs> his <laughs> name is
0: Chip McFeeders. Chip. And a um, wonderful guy. Yeah, we all he and his wife and we all went to the Colonial Cup People Chase this past fall, which is a big, you know, Is that in Cam- Camden or whatever?
3: Camden, South Carolina.
0: Exactly.
1: Wow. We'll, we'll have yeah, to call Chip.
0: So, uh, So how how did you learn about the competition?
1: How did you get like this? Is great. I love the fact that we have a reach.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. You know, it's been a few months. I think it was on the Pollock report.
3: Pollock report. There you go. It's a it's a horse racing. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. It was. They probably picked up the press release or something.
0: I think so. I think that's where I heard about it.
3: That's great. Well, we really appreciate it. You you won, by the way. Do you come to Baltimore ever?
0: Oh,
3: thank you so much. I, I, <laughs> Do you ever come to Baltimore? Because you, you've got, you've won a tour you've, of uh, Sagmore Farm.
1: You've won a tour of the distillery. Yeah, and you get to ride oh, your horse of <laughs> choice from the farm down to the distillery down, too. It's seventeen through miles through the city, <laughs> and um, uh, we'd love to host you, but. Uh, if if you can't make it up here and you can't uh, tour the distillery anytime soon, maybe we'll send you maybe we'll send you a gift.
3: You know what, Liz? And I will even personally put up the money to put you up in our hotel. Brian will split oh, it with me. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Um, I actually have some Maryland roots. Um, Walk us through that. It gets better. Yeah, um, my dad had a house in Fenwick Island, and my grandparents were originally from Maryland. You know, Chesapeake Bay area. Beautiful. And I used to spend my summers up in the Chesapeake Bay. So. Um, actually, time to come heard. home,
3: time to come home, Liz. Yeah.
0: And, uh, we've, uh, we've got one Philly, a two year old Philly in training and it sure would be fun to win the, uh, black eyed Susan, you know, the Oaks with her. So we'll see.
1: Absolutely. That'd be incredible. Yeah. yeah you well, got it. let's, uh, you know, what we'll do is we a con- trip. Yep. we've got your,
3: we've got your contact information. We're going to, awesome. we're going to reach out to you, get, get a trip scheduled for you and a few of your friends. i absolutely love
0: it
1: and a disclaimer you're being recorded you're being yeah you're on the podcast you're on the podcast now live which will go out a week later and uh so um maybe you'll actually listen to it a second time which would be super exciting we're still looking for a little bit of a following in charleston
3: (laughs) yeah tell chip put up some signs around your house about the podcast and tell chip uh that we're going to be in touch okay
0: i will he'll, oh he'll die that's so
3: funny all right well thank you so much liz and we appreciate you uh coming on and being a good sport yeah, yeah thank
0: you
1: congratulations I'm great gonna, name choice yeah great name
0: thank you so much and i'm gonna put master distiller in my stable mail and and track his career i hope he's a wonderful horse for you all.
3: well now he's gonna yeah. be great now that he's got charleston roots
0: well you know what um Streetbox whose daddy is doing great, he just he had the winner of the Sunland Derby, so he's got a horse on the Derby. I got to tell you, Liz, so you, you,
3: you keep up, you keep up. We are proud of that. Um, not many Love people it. in Charleston, South Carolina, are up on the horse racing. So. That's incredible.
0: Actually, you'd be surprised. You'd be
3: surprised here. Well, that's great.
0: There's a there's a lot of interest in it here.
3: Great, great. Yeah. Well, we we appreciate it, Liz. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Tickle to death. Thanks. Congratulations. So much. Thank
3: See you. Ya. Wow, Liz. Liz. Coming with the heat today. Big time. Wow, it's, Chip, we got we got a new guy, Chip, that we got to talk to. Yeah,
1: I don't yeah, that might fizzle out, but um, you know, we we I can't guarantee that. We'll call Chip just to we'll, maybe loop him in yeah, loop champagne. In. Uh yeah. I mean, we might be the champagne of whiskeys, but we'll figure something out. But uh wow, she was full of life. She knew so much. It's incredible. She knew about the Sunland Derby out in out at Sunland Park, unbelievable. Uh, and she's from the old line state, so
3: yeah, it's, it's great, exciting. Time for her to come home. Big get, time. Get a
1: bottle of whiskey, hang out at the hotel. Liz, if you're listening, you brought way more game than we expected. That way was fun. more game. Yeah, great. A lot of game. Awesome. Master Distiller is the official name. It's in. Uh, it'll be fun to watch that horse's career.
3: Big show today, Brian. Who's next? My hero. The man that rode my favorite horse of all time, this is a thrill for me, Chris McCarron. Wow. He rode Ali Sheba. He rode uh, uh, tis Now. He rode nine Breeders' Cup uh, winners, Breeders' Cup races, five Breeders' Cup Classic winners. Do we have Chris on right now? Is he Can he hear us? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing?
4: Doing great. How are you guys doing this morning?
3: Great.
1: Welcome to the show. Thanks for making time.
4: Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it.
3: This is. Uh, I was just telling the telling the people that listen. And by the way, you don't need to be nervous. There's nobody that actually listens to this thing. But um, the <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I was just telling Brian the this is a thrill for me. I mean, and I, we got to play golf one time down in Florida. But Chris McCarran, I wanted to be him when I was a little kid, Brian.
4: That's unreal. <laughs> that's great. I've well, got, I've, thanks. got a, I've got a picture. Thanks, uh,
3: I've got a picture of myself holding the blood horse cover when Ali Sheba won the Kentucky Derby in nineteen eighty seven. I've still got it. That's cool. I remember.
4: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That's uh that's pretty awesome and thanks for thanks for the flattery, I appreciate it. <laughs>
3: no, it's cool. It's cool. So Chris, we talked about Arrogate at the head of the show. Um, but to talk about that horse, what a racehorse.
4: Yep, I think he's the best horse I've seen since Secretariat. Uh, you know, and and we've seen, we've seen some awful nice ones. Uh, Affirm, Aladar, Spectacular Bid, Seattle Slough I mean, uh, you know, the the list uh, can go on even further. John Henry, um, you know what he did on the track in his seven year career. Retire, didn't retire till he was nine. But um, this horse is just absolutely beautiful running. You you look at his stride. It's very efficient, no wasted action, and he looks like he would run, you know, from Belmont to Saratoga, for crying out loud, in record time.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty special to watch, and the way he got off, too, I mean, talk about that as a jockey, the way he got off, and then, and then what's Mike thinking, Mike Smith, the, the jockey, what's he thinking after the break, and, and, and what he's got to do from there?
4: Well, uh, Mike is riding as well as he's ever ridden in his whole career right now, and, and uh, I guarantee you he wasn't as nervous as, as Baffert and, and, uh, and the Judmont owners were, um, you know, because you know Mike's sitting on uh, a powerhouse. He knows he knows what he's got, and what what Mike did after the break is what most really talented really successful jockeys do and that was he didn't panic you know he didn't panic he he got after he got after the horse a little bit and he he rode him like like a lot of people will say when you get left like that well don't rush the horse don't rush him at all just let him be there but that's that's counterintuitive actually if he if he had broken well mike would have gotten after him a little bit like he's done in his past races just to secure a position up close. And then once he got that position, just sit on him. And he rode him the exact same way. He got after him. You know, he got, Mike was explaining after the race that the horse was surprised at the break because he didn't have an assistant starter in there with him. Right. And, you know, the horse was like, hey, okay, where's where's the guy supposed to be up by my head, you know? (laughs) And then he just got fooled, you know? He just got um, left flat-footed. And right after that, the two horses in, on each side of him came together and squeezed the heck out of him, you know? And so Mike just, uh, didn't panic and took his time. You know, he did, he did get after the Colt a little bit to make sure that he was going to get, get into his normal stride. And then Mike just sat on him and, and, uh, you know, they were, they were talking on TV about how much ground he lost. He didn't really lose as much ground as they were. I think they exaggerated a little bit, but he was right. really wide down, down the backstretch but going into the far turn, Mike dropped him in a little bit and he got through on a couple of horses and and he was only about 3 deep and then as he came out, he had to go a little bit wide but right. he he was so much the best it was just uh, just ridiculous and he's the best horse I've seen since 1973.
1: That's a big statement. That's, uh, a, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Chris, can you walk through you say it remains really calm and relaxed which is I mean not easy to do. I mean but you've been there. I mean your adrenaline's got to be pumping. How do you remain calm and relax when you're in, in that intense of a, a race?
4: Uh, one simple word. It's called focus, focus on the task at hand and, uh, Love it. just have the, just have the confidence in the horse, confidence in yourself that you can overcome adversity. Um, you, you know, he didn't gun runner is a very, very nice horse. I, I wish I owned him for crying out loud. I wish I was riding him. Um, so I can't take anything away from him. And looks like Neolithic is going to be a nice Colt as well, but the rest of them, it really wasn't a very strong field. Right. So, you know, they, I would say probably, you know, 95% of the horses in the field were at the 99 to one for crying out loud. So that just exhibits, uh, the, the weakness in the, in the rest of the talent in the field. Nonetheless, he's still, this horse still impressed the heck out of us. And, and, um, uh, it was it was fun to watch and you know when uh when they were going down the backside i was watching him closely and i thought well he's gonna he's gonna start picking them up and sure enough no no sooner i thought that to myself and here he comes he started picking them up and and laying them down just uh yeah it's just but focus is the main is the main thing Um, uh that be a question. I can't
1: imagine. I, like for guys that never been there. I was just you know focus with all these horses. And you're moving that quick, and, and there's so and, much going on around. And you. and you're don't running know. for ten million. I mean, I mean you're running for ten million dollars. Like it's uh, just it's unreal. I mean, uh, it's in your blood, obviously. It, it, you know, and so I think some of these things you either have or you don't have. But something, can you, Chris, like walk me through? I, I how does how do the jockeys train? That's what I'm curious about is it constantly riding you got to be lifting weights? I mean that's still very intense. remain focused you guys are athletes. How do you do it what's the training like?
4: Well, Mike is unusual Mike Mike works out hard. Um, he goes to the gym every day. not most jockeys don't really go to the gym all that much um, you know we don't we're in a very unique um, uh, occupation that you know we're we're independent contractors and we really don't have anybody telling us what to do except for when the trainer gives us instructions in the paddock. Uh but the rest of the time, you know, we're just um we're we're on our own. And and the thing is we don't have coaches. We don't have people, you know, telling us we gotta be at the gym at such and such a time, you gotta you gotta do this much workout. So it's really up to the individual and Mike has has taken that particular part of his job to the to the nth degree. He works out like mm-hmm. a fiend. He's one of the strongest guys I've ever been around for his size, and um, but he's also got that real soft touch uh, with his hands, which is why he gets along so well with Phillies. You know, he's he's ridden the best Phillies that we've seen uh, in the last you know three decades for crying out loud. Mm. Um, and it, he's he just has that knack. But um, it, it takes a lot of discipline. You know, you got to yeah. watch your diet. You got to make sure while you're watching your diet that you're getting the right nutrition to be to be in tip-top shape um it it doesn't take you know brute strength and, and force is is not the key to riding horses the strength when you talk about strength for jockeys we're talking about stamina someone who can do something for a long period of time and not get tired and and mike uh mike really demonstrates that on on a daily basis
1: that's interesting i mean yeah you got discipline because nobody making you do it no. so i mean that's wild uh very interesting how'd you get into the how'd you how'd you get into the sport
4: uh, my brother greg is seven years my elder and he started riding races in boston at suffolk downs in 1969 i was a freshman in high school and i went to school in the north end of boston and, and suffolk is in east boston it's only three train stops away from my school, so I would get on the train I'd get out of school about three o'clock get out of the get on the train, go three stops, and climb the fence uh I was only let's see I was about uh 13 at the time 13 14 um and you had to back then you had to be 18 years of age in in, in order to get into the track so i would climb the fence i'd, I'd sneak in and um <laughs> watch great. watch the race I'd, I'd be sitting on the sitting on the turn at about the seven eighth pole you know all by myself and and just uh, watching i'd yell to greg as as he's galloping out after the race hey way to go brother you got another one
1: <laughs> that's he, awesome
4: that's great he did he did really well with the bug, and he set a record at Rockin' Park Park uh, in the summer of uh, either 69 or 70. I forget which year. I think I want to say it was 1970. Yeah, so he got me a job. I, I became very interested in what he was doing, and he got me a job working for a trainer named Odie Cleland who was very well-known for bringing out young riders. Uh, Odie, uh, his most famous jockey that he taught how to ride was Eddie Arcaro. And wow. uh, so Greg and I were very fortunate to be able to get a job with Odie. So I walked horses at Rockingham in Salem, New Hampshire, between my junior and um, uh, between my junior and senior year in high school. That was 1971, and went uh, one after after, and I just fell in love with it. And so after that that summer, I went back and graduated from high school in '72, and I went right to the racetrack, and I've been there ever since.
3: Let's talk about uh, my my favorite horse of all time, Chris Sheba. I mean, what what kind of feeling does a horse like that give you when you're on top of him? I mean, he he was one of the you know when he retired, he was the leading money earner of all time, and obviously with with purses today, he's been he's been passed. But what does that horse feel like when he's when you're on top of him? And and how cool was he just as an individual?
4: He was a great athlete and fantastic athlete as you saw in the Kentucky Derby in 1987 when he stumbled up there at the head of the stretch clipping heels with with bet twice and stumbling how he recovered was just incredible. Here's a horse he wasn't a real big horse he was about he was about 16 hands but he, but uh, you know he was kind of light framed um, but considering the Derby is the first time they're carrying 126 pounds and the first time they're all going a mile and a quarter in their in their life. And for him to have run a mile up to the point where he clipped heels and stumbled, you know, he's, he's supposed to be, you know, fatigue is supposed to start setting in at that point. And for him to, you know, go to his knees just about and and be able to recover was an amazing athletic feat. And I was fortunate that. You know that he didn't uh, fall because there were 17 other horses behind us. That would have been a, <laughs> no, a real no, uh, and and every jockey in the race has this, has their head buried <laughs> in the horse's mane, just down driving, trying to you know going for all it's worth. And uh, it would have been a nasty wreck had he fallen at that point. But he was just a tremendous athlete. But I tell you what. He was one mean dude, Hunter. He was, oh man, he was mean. <laughs> uh, uh, he was kind to ride, you know, he, he was very kind to ride, but, but in the stall and in the barn, I tell you what, he would tear your, te- he'd rip your hand off when you're trying to pat him and stuff. Um, <laughs> when uh, we got beat a nose in the Breeders' Cup Classic at, at uh, Hollywood Park in 1987, Ferdinand, who won the Derby the year before, as you remember, Beat us a nose, and I went back to the barn after the races, and and he was tied up on the back wall, and the tie the tie chain was right, the tie strap was right in the middle of the back wall, um, so he's if you can picture it, he's standing perpendicular to the back wall. Well, I duck under the the, the cross chain to go into a stall, and I'm patting him on the on the shoulder, saying, "That's all right, buddy. We'll get him next year. You're in great. We'll get him next year." And the man, he tried to. Savage me, <laughs> and he was in the first stall, and Jack was just a matter of thirty yards away in his office on the phone. And I'm yelling, Jack, Jack! He had me, he had me in the corner. You know when he, when he reached around to try to bite my hand, bite my my arm, uh, I ducked back a little bit, and then he swung and he cow kicked and just missed me. So now he worked me over into the corner, and it's the most Scared, I've ever been in a horse's stall. I can't imagine. I, uh, I <laughs> thought he was gonna, I thought he was gonna maul me, and uh, and I'm yelling, like, Jack, Jack! And so finally, I was able to get a hold of his halter, and I did something I wasn't happy about doing, but I I had to punch him in the muzzle. You know, <laughs> to to get him away from me. And fortunately he, he went, he Sounds did like away from me. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah it to, was, yeah. it, it <laughs> was. <laughs> it very much was self-defense. But, uh, you know, he, what a, what a wonderful thing he did for my, my life and my career though, and for my family. And, uh, he was, he certainly, uh, I was very blessed to have ridden nice horses and, and he certainly was one of them. When John Henry retired, at nine years of age in nineteen eighty four. He was the leading money winner of all time at six and a half million. And then Sheva comes along three years later and wins six point six in change. And uh Amazing. He, he had such a great following when uh, when he won the Breeders Cup Classic at Churchill in eighty eight when he beat um, Seeking, uh, the gold. Seeking the Goal. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm jogging back towards the winner's circle and it was you, you remember it was very dark. It was yeah. late early evening but it was late it was dark it was you know kind of rainy and and stuff and and there was a, a group of people standing behind the winter circle holding up this big banner that said ali sheba for president oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it you know he brought us a lot of joy that's for sure well he that's was he story. was an
3: amazing horse real quick chris we, and then we'll we'll let you go but um i know you've ridden against all the best, you know, Shoemaker and Lafitte Pincai and Mike Smith and Gary Stevens and the list goes on. Jerry Bailey. Who, Eddie Delahouse, Sandy Hawley. <Saint. Saint. laughs> who who who's who's ranks right up there as the best you rode against, the toughest guy to read maybe on a horse? Who's who's the best rider out there that you that you faced when you were riding?
4: Oh wow, it's it's um, you know it's hard to answer but, but you know if someone put a gun to my head uh, I would have to say Shoe because he was he was sneaky smart and uh, Shoemaker could could do things on a horse that most people could not do and and uh, he 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 just got he just got along with horses so well. All the other riders that you mentioned are you know right up there too. Yep. So it's basically, who's who's on the best horse and and right. uh, you know and who's at the, at the top of his game? Uh, but um, you know then you go to New York and you talk about angel cordero and georgie velasquez sure baeza those guys all in the hall of fame jacinto vasquez you know it, it's hard to separate them uh you know it's like who, who's a better golfer justin justin uh, uh dustin johnson or
2: jordan or spieth. jason
4: day or jordan spieth or rory McIlroy? you know it, they're so good and and yep. they they perform so well week after week that who, who's you know who's to say who's the best and uh, at the at the end of the day, it's well, who's got the most money in the bank? Yeah, and yep. Uh, that's. But with with the jockeys, I uh, I would I would say shoe for as long as he rode and and as many races as he won, he won eighty eight hundred races, and and he uh, oh, was wow. just an amazing athlete. And for him to just survive, you know, when he was born, he was only he only weighed two and a half pounds, and uh, the doctor, this is back in the forties the doctor basically you know said he won't make it through the night well his grandmother wrapped him he swaddled him in a, in a blanket and put him in a shoebox and uh, and opened up he tur- she turned the gas oven on and opened the door and she laid him on the on the open door uh, just to incubate him wow and uh, yeah he he shouldn't have lived i mean he, that's that's how tough he was man he was he was incredible that's amazing fighter
3: well, Chris, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I uh, love the stories. It was yes, great. it's great. It's unreal. And we're going to get you back on, too. I want to get you on with Gary. Gary's going to come on soon, and I'd, lo- I'd love to get you guys on together. But um, anyway, it's a, it's a pleasure and, and a real thrill for us, so thank you. Yeah, thank you so well, much.
4: You're very welcome, guys. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye.
3: Wow, Chris McCarron. That is a thrill for me, Brian.
1: No, he, he's, man, the stories were phenomenal. Oh, he's got a that's, million of them. I, you know, it's interesting, you know, uh, it seems like, I don't know if the, some of the better horses, like he was talking about, I, yeah. I know Native Dancer was like this. I mean, you get in the stall with them, and it's, uh, it yeah. can get ugly. It's a competitive fire. I mean, it's in their blood, but that's so cool. What a uh, what a career, um, really interesting, and, you know, those guys, independent, and uh, it's up to them. It's and there. the
3: hits just keep on coming. We got Jimmy Patsos oh, coming yeah. up.
1: Your, your guy. Coach Coach. That's, hey, Coach! Uh, you guy. Uh, coach of the uh, Siena men's basketball. Um, so, yep, up in uh, upstate New York, right? Yeah, absolutely, just uh, right outside Albany. And they had, a, they, had a,
3: they had a good season, heartbreaking at the end. Of the, they lost in the conference championship game. But uh, He's
1: always got them in it. I mean, oh, he's yeah. always got them in it. No, the, the guy's got the man. great energy, fire. He's a competitor. Um, he's great, passionate. Great friend of ours. Loves Armor. the game. So no, we're excited to have him on here. Let,
3: you want let's, let's let's call him up. Let's do this. And by the way, he is in Vietnam, so uh, mm-hmm. we'll
1: we'll try to keep the technical difficulties out of the deal. Yeah, and get ready. He brings he, he brings, brings a lot of he heat. He <laughs> brings some heat. Get ready, folks. Let's go ahead and do this. Jimmy
3: Patzos joins us from Vietnam joins Fast Horse's Slow Whiskey. He's actually over in Vietnam taking a call. It's like it's like midnight over there. It's is unreal. It? It's unreal. I got Brian Tracy here with me, Jimmy. I know you all have had some late night hot dog runs together. Um, but, um, anyway, just want to, want to get right into it and <laughs> to talk
2: about Hey, look, Brian, Brian knows where the hot dogs stand outside the third edition in Georgetown. Yeah, that's true. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
3: uh, but anyway, I want to get right into the world cup. Did you watch the race in Dubai this week, Jimmy?
2: Um, I did not watch the race in Dubai, but I've been following it. Yep. Uh, we do. I live in, it's funny. I live in Saratoga with my wife and then her sister lives in Lexington. So. Her family's as much into horse racing more than I am. She knew all about it. She knew about the Dubai win. Yep. Um, Arrogate clearly is, we, we saw him run up in Saratoga. Uh. Baffert brings him up with another horse. And then I liked Pegasus. I thought the Pegasus thing, like, let them all race. Remember, it's funny. Seattle Slew affirmed they used to race. Like two years later, totally. I kind of like those big races. What do you, What do you think about those big races?
3: I tell you, I think it's a. I mean, I think it's a great idea. And like you say, like come one, come all. Like let's let's get the best of the best together. Put put up a big pot and let them have it.
2: Yeah, and it made something to watch. You know, in January we watched that. We we thought Chrome was going to win, but this arrogance for real. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with horse racing over here in Vietnam. They just bought a hundred horses. They're going to open a track outside Ho Chi Minh. You got to be kidding! So it looks like I'll be running. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to sell Sagamore Rye at the Sagamore <laughs> Racetrack right outside Ho Chi Minh. I love this guy.
1: <laughs> oh, he's the best. He's the best.
3: Do they have Sagamore Rye at the in Vietnam
1: yet? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. But we will work no, on it starting right today. At, Billy Mac gets wind of this; so he's there.
2: Billy Mac knows this place. Da Nang is like it's like San Diego. You know, he went to Hanoi ho chi minh's last denang's like san diego so we've met a few of the people here that run some of the restaurants so let's just say it'll be in the dive bar in hoi an that's the name of this place the dive (laughs) bar where they take you well they take you scuba diving right the guy's Uh, actually a french guy and he likes horses we were talking about long chomps and all this stuff about racing over there so we're ready to go so so the ride, the ride is the ride coming to Saratoga this year is my question. Are we having a, are we having a thing in Saratoga. One on
1: thousand percent, yeah. One thousand percent, yeah. Absolutely. I I just got wind from my uh, uh, my connection up there in the Albany area. Uh, saw it's some uh, the retail stores up in that area, and uh, Saratoga is a is one hundred percent the focus uh, this week.
2: Perfect. Well, we will we will be pumping it off through the July August race. By the way, c- congratulations, Hunter. I know you're. Sorry about the uh, Lexington slash Louisville two teams, but your alma mater, the Carolina Tar Heels, back in the Final Four.
3: Back in the Final Four, I was. I, I got to tell you, it's it, it is bittersweet for me because you know how much I love the Cats, but it's uh, it's exciting for those guys down in Chapel Hill.
2: No, well, and I actually think they got to. I think all of a sudden they played the toughest. You know. They had a tough route. They're at Kentucky, UCLA. Now all of a sudden, they're in the driver's seat in the yep. Final Four. Plus, they've got experience. The other guys are all new. But we like South Carolina Under Armour brand. Frank Protect Martin, this Under house. Armor basketball.
3: Let's go, Coach Martin. Protect
2: this house. Good go, Coach Martin. I had that on my uh, CBX little thing I did there. Turn and we talked about him in mean, green. I
3: know. And by the way, you and were you know looking. What? You were looking good on TNT. I got to tell you.
2: You know, it was kind of fun. It's good. This guy, Casey Stern, is a real pro, so he just kind of feeds you the questions. Your boy, Brendan Haywood, talk about it. Congratulations to nicest North Carolina grad. Guy plays 10 years in the NBA. I think actually 12. And ha- had known he wants to go into TV. We're talking all about that. And then he was so happy when Seth Davis and the Duke guys lost. It was unbelievable.
4: <laughs> so it was,
2: he, he's a good dude. This Brendan Haywood is like really prepared. He's well, he's, he knows what he's doing. He is smart to get in that. Then his tar heel goes, Our Terps were a little young, Brian. Our Terps were a little young.
1: Yeah, They'll be yeah, there next yeah, year. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We uh it was a tough loss, but uh um next year. There's always next year. That's right. you know, I notice when you're on TV, you guys have a huge stack of papers in front of you. What is all this? I mean, stuff? you guys have so much going on.
2: Well, it's it's like the racing form. The more they give you, the worst part the bet comes. <laughs> so I kind of was trying to like not read all these charts and forms. I was kinda doing my loose thing, but I was taking notes on like well, they just go in segments. It's like, you know, it's like having 10 races at the track. You're on like 10 times for two minutes, you know? So you just got to know each one. I felt like I was... A, but it's not like the regular track where you can blow off the first races. It's kind of like being at the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. Where you kind of have to be on every race. Every race. And so that's what I did for for two days. You know, I had like seven or eight segments. And then, you know, you just try to get a couple right. Just like I'm going to try to get a couple right with my derby prediction. By the way, I do have the Xacta triple... Done <laughs> this year's Derby. You
3: do. You do. Go ahead and give you it to us Do you want to share that? I mean, uh,
1: no right. no one's listening. Empire, so I, it'll be fine.
2: Well, they will be for this. Mastery got Hurts, so right, dog? I got yeah. like Classic <laughs> Empire 1, McCracken 2,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, Ella Reed 3, and J Boy's Echo 4. Wow. You can put them in any order because I like wow. Dale Roman's Dale. good guy. You know him, honor?
3: Yeah, I do. He's, good. he's a good man.
2: <laughs> he, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of the regular guys. We did a show up in Saratoga together. We were talking about all that. Yeah, And so you you guys, I I imagine you
3: guys got along pretty well.
2: Yes, we had pretty much the same nutritionist. So (laughs) let's just say we were, you know. (laughs) I said, oh, I know what, I probably know what you want here. He said, oh, you got to try these. I said, oh, those are good too. But he, uh, and actually he got a car accident last year when I was at the Derby with you, Hunter. Thank God he was all right. I know. But my friend was in the car with him. He got a car accident with his kids and all this. So we start talking regular stuff next thing i know he's like you play in hoops and i'm like we go to we play louisville next year and he's like i'm coming again we play next year at louisville he's just a really normal guy yeah but his jay boys echoes is is he's one of those dark horse horses he might be pretty good
3: real deal yeah real deal and those people tend to come up with good horses that Al ball family stable
2: is that is that who they are yeah so yeah. they're good and then i just mccracken's kind of got your churchill Downs. he's your hometown favorite yeah of course Ella Reeb's. Doing pretty good, but this classic empire—I just kind of like him. He won a breeders, by the way. He won the breeders juvenile, so yeah. you just kind of think—you know—those are my early horses going in. I mean, you're not going to know anything for another month, but I just—it's exciting race, clearly. But I do think that it's like—it's wild to see now that someone's done the triple crown for a guy like me that watches. You're in the business. I'm like an avid fan. I, I probably watch horse racing like like people watch March Madness. I do that, especially with Saratoga. You can't help it for six weeks, right? But you guys are in the business, and and I think I thought the whole California Chrome thing was really good. I thought American Pharoah the next year was even like more exciting, and to see him win it. So I'm kind of hoping the young people get more involved in horse racing. We're,
3: we're we're doing our best with this podcast, but we can't get anybody to listen to it. Hey, can you do you think uh, do you think you could get Bar- Charles Barkley on the show for us?
2: You know what? He was the one guy. Did he was in New York and I was here. Otherwise, ah, I'd try. That's but. Excellent. I'll get your boy Brendan Haywood on the show after they win, or set. Dave. You know, it's funny, and I really wanted to meet Ernie, but the A-team was up in New York. We were down in, in turn, and we were down in PBS land, you know, down in Atlanta. <laughs> so I wish I had run into him. I've gone out with Barkley, very generous guy. Is he? But I think all they care about in the offseason is Auburn football. Yeah, no, Nice guy, generous guy. We went and saw all the people when the BP oil still happened. We went in the Florida and Alabama Gulf Coast.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: We went all the way around the coast. It was supposed to be a one-day tour. Some people got off. I was there three days later. Barkley's like, you have to get out of the car now, and he dropped me off the airport. <laughs> but he was just a generous guy, giving all these people money, getting behind the bar with people, talking all kinds of We met Ken Stabler. Remember the Ken Snake Stabler? Yeah, met yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was kind of a cool thing to do, but you know, anyways, back to the horse racing in the Sagamore Rye, which the preakness should be a huge event for you guys again. And huge. how is the ride going, Brian? Where are we where are we have it? Are we are oh, we man. like three quarters of the country now?
1: We are we are covering some ground. I mean we got the big distillery opening up here uh to the public April twenty first. Uh, Jimmy,
3: you gotta come see this thing. It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, we'd love to have you guys down. And so yeah, I mean we are we are in uh Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Maryland, D.C., Kentucky, Virginia, Florida, uh, Utah. I mean, we are we are moving. Uh, we're, we got Illinois and Texas in our crosshairs. Uh, uh, Pennsylvania. We're all over the place.
2: Well, I mean, that's what you got to do. You just got to keep getting into the big cities, and then the brand. Obviously, we like it. We 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 have sampled several times. My wife and I, plus we love the design of the bottles, et cetera. So that's it's awesome. it's going to be a great marketable thing for you, but. You know, the Sagamore name of what you guys are doing in Baltimore, everybody's talking about that with the whole development of the waterfront, development of the whole, you know, Baltimore inner harbor and stuff. So you guys are becoming like a countrywide, you know – name and I think the horse racing and the rising is a great mix.
1: Yeah, we need to people need to uh next long weekend get down to Baltimore. There is a ton of great stuff going on here. Uh come visit this great city and, and great state. I mean there is a lot to see and do. Um and so yeah, we've got a lot going on. We're looking forward to having you here soon, that's for sure. Jimmy are
3: you coming to Preakness? What are you doing?
2: Um yeah, I think so. You know, I kind of just go month to month. I mean I hope Frank invites me. I didn't know I didn't know what the situation there was in terms of with, you know, when they have the party or the race and all that, but I love coming down for all that. I've gone to Derby the last two years, which has been great. And then I went to the Belmont like three years ago so I've kind of hit the triple crown but never all in one year. Yeah. But this week, you know, with with the you know, my folks on basketball, then masters and then horse racing. So, you know, I'm really interested to see. I think Carolina's in the driver's seat. Oregon's had a a good run with their three guys, Jordan Bell and Dorsey and them, and it's just fun to see South Carolina and Gonzaga, two teams you never really see in it. It's great, And so it's going to be an interesting little thing, and we're really hoping that, you know, Frank Martin, right when he wins, instead of like champagne he's going to put up the sagamore rye in his hand you know <laughs> so when he wins it all which be great for him he, we,
1: we need to start, start working on that. that now we gotta we gotta work on that now brian uh, yeah no, i, I want to go coach can we ask you a question can you walk me through um with all your fans listening today uh the phantom handshake yeah yeah talk about that Jimmy. oh yeah
2: well, that was one of those look i know the guy kevin back R- he's a good guy what happened was we just it was a little tiff in the game, you know, and then we won and they were upset, but he just, with like a few <laughs> seconds left, I kind of had my head down, I had my head down walking up to shake hands, and they went out the other way, and they ended up going out the other way, and look, I just kind of went with it, I told my team, you know, when you, you lose a race, you win a race, you lose a golf match, you win a one, you got to shake hands, and then it's it kind of blew up, like, when I do silly things, I tend to do them on like Tuesday and Wednesday nights which not good because there's not a lot of news so it kind of makes it up the next thing i know i'm getting calls about matt lauer and them. i'm like what and so it was you know though it, look it was funny for the kids but it was good because we were playing well it's going to print us on a little trend to play well we ended up we lost by one point to iona i know i watched it
3: it was a killer game man
2: you know at least it was a good game we had seven thousand fans sienna's a great place they got passionate fans and it's funny sienna's passionate about basketball and the other thing they love is racing and I think about half of our fans love you know Rye as well, so because hey, we we're him. up here. But it was it was, a, it was a you know a good event for the city of Albany. We beat Monmouth, we beat Fairfield, That's and great. we just came up a little short against Iona. But everybody kind of ends, you know how it is. You end, you're going to lose. But at least we we went to overtime, lost by a point, and it was a good game. And you know, thanks to the Under Armour basketball brand, we're all kind of trying to pull it together, whether it's Notre Dame or whether it's Sienna, and now it's South Carolina's turn of course and Wisconsin. Then we get UCLA coming on board next year. UCLA is coming on board. Big time. It's going to
3: be Big time.
2: Really exciting stuff for him. You know, so that's going to give me and Hunter and Brian. We're gonna have a little trip out to <laughs> see UCLA and go to Del Mar because that's one of my favorite. Hey, place. we're going
1: there. Breeders Cup, baby. Breeders Cup. Got to make sure they have Rye. Is
2: that? Hey, Hey, they can never have the Breeders' Cup anywhere, but but either you guys have to have it in California. Remember, they they can't have it up here in New York anymore, right? They won't do that anymore, Hunter.
3: Well, they no, they will. It's just you know the the Belmont facility is not necessarily perfect for a November event. So, um, but I'd say it'll it'll come back just because of all the history at Belmont.
2: Yeah, right. Well, it's, it's it's interesting because it's a fun day of racing, but if you get the bad weather up here, it's bad.
3: All right, Coach, thanks so much. We appreciate the time.
2: Keep going, Brian. I'll see you. The ride's doing great. The racing, we're looking forward. Hunter, you're the man to lead this racing thing. I can't wait till you saddle one up in the Derby in two years, Well, because you're going to lead us there.
1: You got it, Jimmy. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, man. Great. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: Thanks, guys. See ya. Go Tar Heels. You'll, you'll get the whole thing. I'll be rooting for the game. Coach, you got the Tar Heels. We, we got it'll it. Go match be a, in the final.
3: Yeah, Carolina final. All Carolina.
2: You got it. See you, guys. Thanks. See
3: wow i mean rolling here is there a Liz better is there a better guy Chris, than jimmy, jimmy
1: coach p <laughs> unbelievable little late little. night trip to the hot dog stand <laughs> we've <laughs> you, done and, it. you and jimmy yes yes down uh, in dc huh uh maybe in, uh louisville too <laughs> we've done the tour <laughs> twice yeah so uh derby weekend you know yeah long yeah. long day at the track long day absolutely Big no, what a great guy the uh best. so passionate unbelievable energy uh really you know we didn't even get a chance to talk about him because that's the type of guy he is he, you know he doesn't talk about himself no but uh you know he's had an unbelievable career and what Head he's coach doing there in, in new york and uh coach of the year and uh what was it was a 2012 um from mac and so i mean it's great yeah it's just uh so i mean he better guy than he's a coach <laughs> great guy be the best guy in the great world Great guy so no, yeah, that's great man. that he made time for us what a day great show what a day uh, what a day how could it get any better than this we got to get liz back on liz man master liz stiller. was bringing heat big time big time so uh wow. we'll have to uh get her something in the mail yeah right. i hat. something to be a plane ticket i don't know if that's an uh we're start up but uh, we'll get her hat for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got some Southwest points I could lend her. Okay, but um, sounds like she's she's got family here. She'll be up. Yeah, no, 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 she's yeah. coming. We'll extend uh, uh, down in the Bay Area. Yeah, invite to the distillery that never expires.
3: And same with the farm. Yeah, great day, great day, Brian. What, what do you think? What do you, what do you what do you what's coming up at the distillery? So you got the
1: opening at the twenty first, right? Yeah, lots going on. I mean. Um, Next week, we actually have the American Distilling Institute here in Baltimore. Wow. um, Which is huge. Is that big? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people in the distilling industry.
3: uh, One of those conferences where everybody wears name tags with little ads on them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's fun. It's exciting. So, uh, uh, that'll be great. Really good for Baltimore. Um, Are Are you speaking or anything? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. What are you, can I get an invite? You, you said that like you know, there's no way you'd let no. him speak. Uh, what know, are you speaking? I don't know. About? They're probably desperate. But um, what are you speaking about? Maryland and the history of distilling we have here. Wow. Yeah. So people don't realize. By the way, I took I took my, my first distilling. tour the other day. Yeah.
3: I have to say publicly, thank you for for your all your shout outs to the farm. Oh yeah, I mean it's awesome.
1: Yeah, and so uh, we open up. Uh, April 21st grand opening Um, it's gonna be spectacular weekend 21st 22nd 23rd Um, free of charge that weekend Um, say thank you to everybody and so come on down uh, come check it out I think you'll I think people will be happy they did it's great
3: man that's great well we it's about all the time we got I know you got a jet and uh, and I think we've taken enough of all the viewers time too Too much too much way too much Uh, anyway this has been fast horse slow whiskey Again, Brian Tracy with Sagamore Spirit. I'm Hunter Rankin, Sagamore Farm. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Sagamore Racing and at Sagamore Spirit. And uh, SagamoreSpirit.com and SagamoreRacing.com. Again, we appreciate uh, all the guests, Chris McCarron, uh Jimmy Patzos, and uh, Liz Kaufman. Yeah. And uh, we
1: will be back at you pretty soon. Thanks, everybody.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.